Good afternoon and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. I'm Warren Thompson. Uh, coming up on the show today, obviously, the big news breaking this morning. Uh, ABSA Bank uh, announcing that it would not be recommending uh, KPMG to uh, its audit, its forthcoming uh, audit. Uh, and that's a bombshell for an audit uh, firm, even the size of KPMG. So uh, we'll be getting a bit of reaction to that from Simon Brown, the founder of Just One Lap. And then following that, we'll delve into the markets with our market commentator, Petri Redinghuis, the founder of Herenia Capital Advisors. Remember that this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. MoneyWeb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors. Through our Click and Advisor offering, advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients. To find out more, visit www.moneyweb.co.za. All right, you're back with the uh, MoneyWeb at Midday show. And obviously, the bombshell this morning, ABSA announcing that it would not be recommending KPMG as joint uh, auditor for uh, future audits of its uh, diverse financial services business. Uh, I got some reaction from Simon Brown, the founder of Just One Lap, and this is what he told me a few hours ago. Uh, you're 100% right. You know, KPMG probably do hundreds, maybe thousands of audits around the country uh, every year, um, but few will be the size of, of a bank. And, and it's not just in terms of, of you know, market cap and, and profitability. It's complexities within a bank. If you're auditing a mining company, it, it might might generate more profit. It might be a bigger company. But, you know, with respect to miners, it's a much simpler process to audit it. Uh, the, the bank is a very complex. So it, it's it's a big chunk of, of, of revenue that KPMG has lost. Further to that, it's a, it's a big chunk of, of, of reputation that they've lost, which has been, you know, under the cosh for the last uh, couple of months, year or so. Um, this is certainly a, a big blow to KPMG. So, so what happens now? I mean, uh, people talk about there must be accountability and there must be uh, uh, consequences for some of the things that KPMG have been accused of. What's going to happen now when uh, an audit of this size is lost? I mean, are, are they going to be? Are they going to have to uh, look at retrenching people? Do you think that uh, certainly some of the senior partners that conduct these audits are now going to be looking to leave, considering that they're probably going to be. Uh, this might not just be the first in terms of banks. Uh, I'm aware that they also audit uh, Investec and Nedbank. I mean, what does this do to the actual business and, and, and some of the employees? It certainly does. I mean, you, you're, you're right on, on, on both sides. This is you know, a, big, a big earnings for them, um, and, and, and they will have a big team who, who do the, the, the audit. And it is just a year-end audit, but it's, still, it's a large team um, which could be deployed somewhere else within the organization, but I suspect they're going to be some, some retrenchments at, at, at sort of middle and junior level. But I think you're also right around some, perhaps some of the, the senior auditors at KPMG who, who are perhaps starting to see some of the writing on the wall and, and are wondering if the likes of Investec and NetBank might ultimately bow to, to public opinion, public pressure, uh, and also perhaps cancel audits. Um, we've certainly seen some other companies, although admittedly on a, on a smaller scale and, and a smaller complexity than, than, than Barclays Africa. Um, so I think we will see some retrenchments. I think we will see some, some execs leave. And, and part of the trick is that, that KPMG have, have, I mean, they've, they've been relatively frank. They've held press conferences and the like, but the sense is that they, 
haven't really tried to 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 gut out the problem and 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 there's a sense amongst the investing community that they perhaps haven't been as frank as they could have and should have been um and in a sense we we have a precedent for this and it goes back to to Enron and, and Arthur Anderson and, and at the end of the day you know Arthur Anderson didn't survive that process um at, at the time my brother-in-law was a CFO of a London listed company and and Arthur Anderson was his auditor and he said to me you know first thing he does is remove them because of you know reputation and concerns around that so this can get a lot bigger and a lot more dangerous for KPMG now, Simon, so you agree with that? You agree with ABSA's decision to remove them as the, or, or fail to recommend them as uh, the joint auditor of their business? I do. Um, and I've been saying that my sense, I mean, the, the story's been slowly breaking. Last year it was Oak Bay uh, and the SARS uh, Rogue Report, uh, both of which were, were, at best, we can call them sloppy auditing. Uh, more recently, it's been the VBS Mutual Bank, um, which, again, you know, we, we don't know the, 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 the exact ins and outs of that. That's a process still ongoing, um, but certainly not holding KPMG in, in, in good light uh, and perhaps even, you know, close to home. It, it's banking. Uh, it was some senior members who, who were directly involved and, and got some, some, some loans from, from VBS. Um, and, and again, it comes to the point I made earlier where, you know, if, if, you, if you suddenly find yourself in the spotlight for, for, for wrongdoing, the, the best approach is to really come clean, to really clean out, to really, you know, make a process that is transparent and which can restore the faith. Uh, and KPMG have been sort of like trying to, to manage it slowly and, and, and step by step. And I think I think poorly. And you know, auditing is a is a hugely important uh, part of the process and within listed companies, within any company, but obviously listed perhaps more so and certainly the area we're concerned about right now. Um, and you need those, those auditors to be, you know, to use a colloquial phrase, absolutely squeaky clean. Um, and if there's any hint of impropriety, it it, it raises eyebrows. And and the, the 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 outcome needs to be either from the auditor, KPMG, a, a complete clean-out, a complete transparent process, or they you know, start seeing folks who are saying, hang on a second. Uh, and certainly in, in my space with, with uh, companies that I have uh, shares in and that are holding AGMs and have KPMG, unless they have directly addressed the issue, I voted against them as, as the continuing auditor. Okay, so if I invert that question, Simon, and I ask you, uh is it, has it surprised you that not more corporates have, have booted KPMG? I mean, just from my own opinion, that SARS Rogue report was bad enough on its own. Uh, do you think... I, I, uh, I agree with you 100%. I, I, I am surprised. I, yeah, initially, there was a bit of a flurry, and again, as I say, uh, sort of not the, not the big-name uh, listed companies, but certainly there were some you know, sort of middle and, and second-tier stocks that were ditching KPMG. I honestly thought that we would see... A, a lot more uh, turning away from KPMG, and I, I agree with you. You know, we have we have now generating a list of problems with KPMG. Uh, anyone on their own, frankly, is enough. And that SARS Rogue report really is, it stands out and says this is a significant problem within within the organisation, uh, a problem which which maybe being addressed internally, but we need to see it from an external process as well. Uh, and I am surprised that we haven't seen more, particularly of, of the larger stocks and, and NetBank and Investec both significantly come to light in that space. All right, that was Simon Brown, the founder of Just One Lab, talking to us about uh, ABSA dropping KPMG as its audit. When we come back, it'll be time to talk markets.
All right, time to have a look at the markets now. Uh, the JSC All Share has lost 1% today thus far, trading at 57,887 uh, points. Uh, and uh, it's pretty much uh, red across the bourse. Industrials down over one and a quarter percent. Financials down one percent. Gold mining down one and a third percent. And resources down a third of a percent. Behind Nuspers is the most traded share on the bourse. Barclays Africa Group. I wonder if it has anything to do with the uh, 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 the uh, termination of KPMG as the auditor. But that's also been followed by the MTN Group, BHP Bulletin, and Anglo's. So some of the big resource companies. Uh, changing hands and then in terms of the uh, the currencies today uh, the US dollar uh, has lost a little bit of ground against the rand one third of a percent to 12 rand 59 uh, against the against the pound the rand has made up uh, two thirds of a percent to trade at 17 rand 12 and against the euro it is half a percentage stronger at 15 rand 11 gold at $1,313 an ounce and uh, platinum uh, having a good day, up half a percent to $903. Palladium up two and a bit to $974. Uh, just to take me through developments in the market is Petri Redling Hayes, the founder of Herenia Capital Advisors. He joins me on the phone now. Good afternoon to you, Petri. Good afternoon, Warren. So a uh, bit of a down day on the all share at the moment. Uh, any particular um, thread or sentiment that the market is taking its cue from? Uh, nothing in particular, really. I think, uh, I mean, we, we're probably taking our cue from the U.S., um, as we saw them keeping rates unchanged last night. And the, the outlook or the, the, the wording of the statement just really guiding us for another number of interest rate hikes during the course of the year. And that, I think, putting a bit of a risk-off sentiment onto emerging markets. However, the rand a little bit stronger as well. We're about half a percent stronger versus the dollar. So, the fact that they didn't increase the interest rates working in our favor here, that, of course, putting pressure on the likes of the banks and the deal-listed stocks, which has been uh, helping to elevate the market in the last couple of sessions. So some of that uh, rand hedge factor unwinding a little bit, which is a bit strange. One would expect that with the rand getting stronger with two strong banks, uh, but the likes of first rand down 2.5%. Um, I suppose that's one that's down the most, really. The rest of the banks down around half a percent to 1%. So... A little bit of pressure, as you said, across the board, but, uh, you know, across most of the things except for MTN, which is still up, even though it is down considerably from where it started the day. It was trading up at uh, 131.50 at the highs, almost 132 at one stage, and it's now trading at 127.70. So that's come down quite a bit from where it was. So even though it's up 1.3%, uh, it was up 3.5%. So it seems as though the selling pressure is coming in a little bit. Interesting. Uh, I see that MTN Group provided a quarterly update uh, and in response to share prices nearly 2% stronger at uh, 128 Rand. Also in other company news we've had, uh, we've got uh, the first quarter Glencore uh, production numbers uh, as well as uh, one I wanted to ask you about. Quantum Foods updated trading statement uh, uh, sending the stock up 7% to 5 Rand. Uh, is that one of the companies that you'd be looking at to trade uh, this this afternoon? Uh, liquidity is a bit of an issue there for me. So it's not necessarily one of the shocks that I can trade because it's not very liquid, uh, to tell the truth. Um, but, you know, we've seen this sort of, we saw Astral Foods putting out their, their, their trading statement yesterday as well. And we also saw phenomenal um, uh, increase in headline earnings per share. So now with Quantum Foods coming up and they're saying earnings per share up, uh, you know, between 556 and 575%. Um, what I'm thinking here is that that's 
pretty much the the uh, result of the. I don't know if you remember some time ago. It's probably not uh, on anyone's minds anymore. But some time ago, we had a massive drought on a sort of a national scale, and we saw a lot of um, you know dr- you know a lot of uh, farming production taking a big hit. Then, when the drought broke, we had record uh, bumper kind of crops coming from uh, all sorts of maize and wheat and that kind of stuff, right? Um, and this, I think, is now starting to come through into the into the food producers' uh, earnings as such, because right. obviously the feed, the feed stock, the stuff that they feed the animals that they're raising and so on, uh, as well as their their sales volumes are significantly higher because of this bumper crop and, of course, the low maize prices and so on. So um, that's really, I think, starting to come through now. So we saw Astral go first yesterday and today Quantum Food. So it's a bit of a trend, I think, uh, that we're seeing that relief coming through only like a year down the line as we see the earnings report. But um, shows you the impact of the uh, of the weather on, <laughs> you know, company earnings. Right, yeah, and certainly as, as cyclical as those companies are. Uh, any other developments uh, that you would be looking forward to? And I wanted to just see what uh, what transpired with the U.S. Fed. Uh, have they made a decision yet? Uh, so the U.S. Fed is keeping interest rates unchanged um, at this stage, um, and they just guided for you know a potentially another three um, interest rate hikes later on in the year. So for now, we. Uh, there's no higher interest rate, which is why the rand, I think, is strengthening a little bit versus dollar. Or let me put it this way: the dollar is weakening versus most other currencies, uh, including the rand. Um, however, the guidance was that there will be continuous rate hikes throughout the end of, throughout the, the the rest of the year. So um, for now, it seems as though everything is fine. The U.S. is slightly recovering. I mean, the U.S. session last night was negative. S&P 500 down uh, about 70 basis points, or seven tenths of a percent. Uh, it seems to be that the S&P 500 futures are recovering slightly, still some way to go. Um, but even the Nasdaq futures up, so about a quarter percent here. So we'll see how they, how, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on the U.S. sessions this afternoon. Um, I would obviously prefer for it to be up, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, great. Petri, always good talking. Uh, good luck in the afternoon trading session there, and I'm sure we'll be uh, speaking soon. Thank you very much for having me, Warren. That was Petri Redding, who is the founder of Arenia Capital Advisors. Remember that this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numerology studies tell us that numbers have symbolic meaning. Number eight stands for success, four is stability, and three represents advantage. These qualities, over and above trust, ethics, and leadership, are embraced by CASA, the leading accounting, auditing, and tax business designation underpinned by ethical standards, delivering responsible business leadership to take your business to number one. Because business is more than just numbers. CASA, leaders in business. And that brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday show. Uh, Remember, of course, that both our English and Afrikaans-speaking radio shows get going at 12 p.m., be sure to tune into those on SAFM and RSG respectively. Until the same time tomorrow, cheers for now.